to know exactly what you want. Hugger gamers and spiders to improve shopping a lot. Now we stock must be bought for an extra 10 spot. And saving now was a pay bond for just 20 a slot. You never get involved with infinite quests. Does every vagabond to put you to the test? Maybe you wish the awarded with infinite chests. Full of rusty swords and used pregnancy tests. We got rid of skill trees, they were old and lame. We need a leveling system and a role-playing game. Begin your session, kill, and save one more nation. No more levels and skills, only degradation. It just works Beautiful people of the internet, welcome to the BRBAFK podcast. This is our E3 PDQ edition. Uh, joining us in the studio as always is the time being, Scott. Guys, help me help you. Oh, Jesus Christ. Help me help you. <laughs> show I me the money. As yes. much as I can, <laughs> but I have no money to show you. Uh, speaking of no money, uh, joining us is, uh, also is our illustrious host, Ryan Shipley. The human head weighs eight pounds. <laughs> is yes. that what is that what it is um and yes, it good is. work using uh on, the so, Todd oh, Howard. uh it's jerry Maguire quotes is basically what we're doing yeah oh, okay i thought you were going yeah. to seven pounds i was like it's the human heart <laughs> no, no uh quote per episode, i would probably it. do a jellyfish joke there um <laughs> right and good job using the todd howard song it just works uh, it is a here. it is I mean, a personal guilty pleasure of mine Okay. To uh, take shots at Pod- Todd Howard any chance I can. So <laughs> I get it. You have to have your enemy. You have to have your uh, sworn enemy. Mine yes. is Ryan Felipe. Well, okay. I, I mean, Todd. Todd is doing it to me this so far. Uh, not not to jump ahead on anything with the E three, but our E three uh, coverage. But uh, Todd. Todd actually has gotten my my heart all the Twitter and all the flutter. I guess her juices yeah. the reveals. So. Oh yeah, no. Um, yeah, I may, I may have to uh, next year. I may have to actually reinstall Fallout seventy six again. We'll see. Right. And you don't have to scream at them, you know, take all of my money because all you got to do is pay for Game Pass. That's it. Yeah. No, I, uh, I mean, yeah, already, well, I already have seventy six. Well, that's oh, it. Yeah, that is the good thing about it is yeah. it's it is so far so far all of the big DLCs for seventy six have not been paid DLCs. Uh, they've been sticking strictly to. Selling cosmetics, and I'm okay with that because I don't have to oh, buy yeah. those. That's awesome. Yeah, no, I like it better when they do that. So, if, like, if you see, like, for you, like an Apex Legend skin you want, you can get that, mm-hmm. but you don't really feel that you're missing out on any gaming experiences, um, not paying for all the DLC that they shove down your throat. Mm-hmm. Now, the Apex actually is a little weird. Uh, they're they're more they're still more loot box based, so it's kind of random. Mm-hmm. But there are sometimes that you can you can get it directly. Yeah. So yeah, not too bad. Anyway. Um, but yeah, so this this year's E3 um, was a little interesting. Of course, it like was impacted by uh, coronavirus uh, in two ways. One, no crowds there again, and two, a lot of the stuff shown is not going to make it till next year. Right. Um, yeah. They they had said that um, earlier this year, like the experts were saying, hey, there's going to be a lot of games that are going to get pushed into 2022 because like. We had tons of games last year, but that's because, thankfully, they were far enough along in their cycle before um, the pandemic hit. Yeah, it, it's it was real. Um, it's been real weird to kind of see uh, a little behind the curtain on how games development works in that yeah. situation. Uh, mm-hmm. It reminds me of when my dad was working as a trim carpenter for a while, where you'd have a if if, if it rained, 
well, a lot of like the the groundbreaking work and for uh, building a house can't happen, but people who already you know, were in the buildings could still work. So my dad, whenever it was raining, my dad never went without work. It'd be like three weeks later, there would just be a dry spell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, um, yeah, and then just uh, once again, of course, like uh, what's happening a lot. The Sony uh, acts like my dad and doesn't show. Um, but you know, like my dad, every now and then sends a present, and I think this year Sony's present may be Horizon. I hope um, so. They've not confirmed to it. There are setting expectations at kind of low to medium about if it's going to make it this year or not. Mm-hmm. They uh, they're shooting for it, but they're they're not ready yet to give any kind of release date. Well, so I, I'm willing to wait for it, man. I, I, I you you wait as and take as much time as you need on that game, and I'll, I'll wait for it. Oh, same. Mm-hmm. Yeah. After uh, playing uh, about five hours of Ratchet and Clank since it came out on, on Friday. Thanks a lot, Boston. Um, it You're has welcome. been. Um, I cannot wait to see more games of this next generation. No. Is, it, is, it, is it that good? I was floored by the opening sequence, which is like uh, a parade to honor Ratchet and Clank. And yeah. just everything going on in that scene is amazing. And then when you start actually using the dimension riffs, and it's essentially loading those stages as you go through the riffs, it's just incredible what it's doing. And uh, the story so far has a lot of heart. It's uh, touching on a lot of things. It's touching a lot on mental health. Okay. Really? Yeah, it's touching a lot on mental health and That's awesome. people's, uh, you know, ability to like if they can believe in themselves or not. Because the whole thing is like. Ratchet's worried to finally meet the other Lombaxes because he's worried he's not going to live up to what they want. <laughs> yeah, huh. so yeah, it, it's pretty neat too. Um, some of the worlds so far, a few of them have two alternate versions, which is kind of cool. There, you find these um, crystals, you smack with your wrench or your hammer if you're playing as Rivet, and um, it just instantaneously changes the entire the entire stage. You can do that anytime. Anytime you hit one of those those crystals yeah oh okay okay i mean if uh honestly i'm uh makes me happy that, that really makes me happy because they're uh, especially after playing the medium a while mm-hmm. back yeah like seeing that done in a much more uh fluid manner uh, has got to be fantastic yeah it, it's it's crazy it's just as soon as it it hits that crystal you're in another you're in like a, the next the other dimension of it that's awesome um, no loading is instantly there. There. Yeah, it's phenomenal. Like you, you get to this planet, and the planet's been destroyed. Like the core reactor has blown up, and then you find this crystal. You hit it, and then planet immediately is repaired, and you're seeing like a bustling uh, bunch of people running around doing stuff. It's uh, mm. it's it's kind of cool, it's man. yeah, it's it's kind of cool. Um, <laughs> I did see because you know the internet is going to bitch and moan at like the oddest and dumbest things now. No there way. There was a, a guy on Twitter that was saying Insomniac will never be a, a good company because the grass doesn't move. And he showed, like, <laughs> in the video, he was, like, running around and, like, the the bushes and grass weren't reacting to Ratchet. Uh, he was going, because of this, Sony will, you know, like, Insomniac will never be, like, an A-plus developer. I, I, I have to... I, I really... Man, I really want to believe that that's some sort of satire but you would hope especially with the, the the fuckers who were given the god of war team uh, especially the writer hell 
Oh, what what happened there? I know they got a uh, lot of the, hell about the the delay of the game. Yeah, I heard, yeah, it was just what about that one? Uh, no, that was that was it. Just the 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 level the level of vitriol over the delay. Oh, okay. Yeah, and it honestly makes sense a few reasons. Like we always, of course, on this podcast, our stance is delay games as long as you need to. Absolutely. But honestly, yeah. it's not like it's not like we're at a shortage for uh, media right now. Everybody, no. you've got something to do. I mean, Chill the fuck out. Cyberpunk, for example, I, I would I would have waited, much rather waited another year for Cyberpunk to be perfect. Yeah, um, that's another crazy thing. Uh, Cyberpunk, just as the prophecies have foretold, is back on the PlayStation Four. Uh, yeah, oh, so it is clear. It's not clear. Sony is making it pretty clear. Like, uh, if you go to the page to purchase it, that it runs better on um, like the PlayStation Four Pro or the PlayStation Five. Mm-hmm. Oh, and it basically saying there, hey, maybe don't do this if you're on a PlayStation Four, uh, but. They must have done something. Uh, project, what is it? Project Red? Key, CD Project Red. CG, CD yeah. Red. Such a dumb name for a company. So um, they, well, as far as I know, they like the. I, I haven't got. I've had. To, I had to delete it to get other games on there. Yeah. Um, but I know that they did put out. They they pushed out a shit ton of hot fixes and patches since uh, launch. So yep. as I yeah. understand, it's still optimized for PS4 Pro and. In PS5, but Cyberpunk is playable on PS4. Yeah, and um, a friend of the podcast, Corey, uh, played through the majority of it on a PS4, and he did not have a lot of like um, bad experiences. He said that's good. Yeah, I just know for me, I, it, it kind of just put a bad taste in my mouth. It did me too. I've yet to buy the game. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's even the thing. Is like a lot of. And I think some other people need to realize that too is that it's there is a difference between like like I ran into a couple of the bugs like like the day uh, was it the whole pagoda didn't load and so all of a sudden my car was parked on top of thirteen people. <laughs> but oh, that's amazing. Um, like a lot of the high the other high end bugs and such that were happening were like people who were playing it a little aggressively and outside of the realm of. Like if you just if you just stuck to the normal story, you were you weren't running into a whole lot of problems. Okay, it was like when you start doing like uh, the side quests or just kind of doing the wandering around, doing things. Yeah, or trying to trying to see how far you can push the game. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, also yeah. too, I, heard they, I, I know that they got hacked or something, and that that put a lot of delays on their some of their patches too. I don't know what ever happened yeah, to that. Yeah, because they were trying to deal with uh, people trying to get the source code, uh, threatening right. to let the source code out when they're still trying to like fix that source code. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, I know they said uh, that Project Red has lost. Uh, yeah, um, the beleaguered Cyberpunk 2017 has sold 13 million copies, uh, but founders of developer CD Project Red has lo- have lost a hundred billion dollars. Um, Bloomberg Bloomberg reports. Wow. Um, Which, yeah. again, I, I always like to, especially as I understand more about that as a caveat, um, that is simply that it made a, it made like a billion dollars less than the projections huh. they had made. But that's, they said, that's all that actually means. They didn't lose. It didn't go. The money didn't go anywhere. It didn't exist yet. They did lose around $50 million in lost sales and refunds um, per an article from April 23rd. That that on the other hand, yeah. I heard their stock went down quite a bit too. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just like one of those things where that company after Witcher 3 could really do no wrong. Yeah. Um, and I think that's one of the things is like um, a lot of the gamers have lost trust. And that's a hard thing to get back because look at oh, E3, look at um, BioWare. I mean, yep. EA and BioWare, um, Bio, they're still trying to get uh, consumer confidence back after their debacles. Which is still funny because then, wh- like, why is why are we all still then chomping at the bit for Starfield now that they finally have gotten a trailer out? Oh, people are so it's excited! Like, yeah, like Bethesda, you know, the, it's like, uh, yeah, I'm never trusting Bioware again, never trusting CD Projekt Red again. Yeah, but yet Bethesda, we're still going to just sit there and jerk off to. Like, why? <laughs> yeah, it was one of those weird things where I saw a lot of people um that would defend uh cyberpunk online going uh have you never played a bethesda game we're used to this and it's like you shouldn't be used to it yeah that shouldn't be the norm no it shouldn't it should not be the norm and also a lot of people have forgotten witcher 3 was buggy as shit on on release as well as uh, witcher 1 and 2 were utter garbage (laughs) I think it's a lot of people didn't get into Witcher 3 until after the fact. Yeah, I, after I, it had I, been out long yeah, enough. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that's that's part of it. A lot of people didn't experience the bugginess, but I did hear it was terrible when it first came out. Well, I don't know about terrible, but I, hear, I heard it was pretty rough when it first came out. And then, you know, it's it's almost like a different game now. Yeah, and I, I think a lot of the people that are used to, like with what Bethesda, um, with the bugs and everything, are people that have probably played a lot of like um, PC gaming in their life to where that's what they're used to is updates upon updates to fix stuff mm-hmm. where I've always yep. just been like a, a lowly uh, console player. And I'm used to games that come out, you know, well, uh, well-rounded and where they don't need a ton of updates. So PC, PC, uh, I, I will admit PC is a lot of where it kind of, it did start in a lot of areas and uh, I do apologize on behalf of the PC community that we allowed early access games to start pulling that shit, and I'm really upset by it. Mm-hmm. You but, it was Boston's fault. Uh, yeah, no, we we are we were very unhappy when they started pulling that because usually it was you know the updates were only things for like either balance patches or hey yeah we did. You know, there there is a little bit of a cliff bug there that you can, uh, you know, wall hack through, and that yeah, we need to fix that for competitive reasons. But for the most part, you know, uh, PC games did launch on the same level that console games used to launch. Okay. But then once uh, the real issue started around the end of the end of the PS2 era, beginning of PS3, when you could start patching console games. Yep. And they started taking that advantage of being like, wait, we can just fix it later. <gasps> yeah. Hold on. It's like yeah. shit, no. And I'm okay with like early access games if it is an early access game. But it's just yeah. when you put out your game like as a full launch title and it's still basically early access. And also yep. I I'm still a big fan of if you're gonna if it's gonna be early access, um, give people a discount or do it as a yeah. free as as free beta testing because you're no like stop stop making me pay full price to beta test your fucking game yeah and it's so weird that companies will do this because only certain like new franchises can survive 
the you know the uh, the negative press of when they basically released like an early access game like No Man's Sky did it and Sea of Thieves uh, were able to um, you know still push through their uh, horrible opening shots. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. Um, but well, yeah, it does, but let's, oh, it, does it does also take well the one what I have noticed is the ones that do tend to to stick around have to have something that P, that that players are still interested in like again i 76 mm-hmm. it if it wasn't still a fallout game at the, at, at its core you know i think a lot of people would have just immediately uh, caved it. on it oh, they wouldn't it, have it wouldn't it, have the yeah that game would be dead already mhm yeah, or like No Man's Sky, who basically admitted the game, you know, wasn't what they wanted it to be. Oh, and yeah. I don't no think they've charged for any of the updates, have they? They have not nope. charged for a single update, no. Yeah. Uh, and they've had a ton of updates. Uh, yeah, it's, it's basically a totally different game now. Yeah. So let's get E3 kicked off. Um, so Saturday, I think the big two showings were Ubisoft and Gearbox. So basically Ubisoft. Yeah. Um, oh, but yeah. didn't you want to see? Didn't you want to see the uh, a few th- a few side a uh, few things of the set of uh, the of, movie? Uh, oh, in a in a in an uncomfortable five minute interview with Kevin Hart <laughs> with <laughs> so Randy Pitchford. Not watching that stream. <laughs> no, it was uh, it was essentially. I mean, it did work for people that don't really play games because my roommate was in the living room watching it with me, and he was impressed to see that Kevin Hart's going to be in a video game. Uh, okay, movie. So, okay. So there's that. Um, Even though he's been in two Jumanjis. <laughs> my roommate? No, Kevin Hart. <laughs> Why don't you have they could be the same person, if we're being honest. Um, they kind of <laughs> have the it's same body structure. Yeah. Um, so Ubisoft kicked theirs off with um, Rainbow Six Extraction, which originally was going to be called uh, Rainbow Six Quarantine. But mm-hmm. they thankfully looked at that and went... Eh, maybe we need to change that. Yeah. Um, little little tone note to call it quarantine. It yeah, had two different names: quarantine and something else. And they they went back on both. I forgot what the second one was called. Uh, Toad the Wet Sprocket. Well, I know <laughs> they just yeah. with the no, whole team. It's just that. the band Toad the Wet Sprocket has to basically become the new Rainbow Six team. <laughs> yeah. If I remember correctly, it is it. Uh, Extraction is the one where the it's like. It's effectively like, almost like its own. It's like Left for Dead. Yeah, it's a PVE uh, co-op experience. Uh, up to, I guess it says, where you and up to two other players can form a squad composed of Rainbow Six operators uh, who join three others to form the Rainbow Exogenous Analysis and Containment Team, which is supposed to say React. Which is uh, that's pushing it. That's um, why, okay. So that's why I said everything said React on it. I, I missed that part. Yeah, it it looks good. I mean, it's a Rainbow it, Six game. So was it a standalone game or is it part of? Is it uh, expansion for Siege? Uh, it doesn't say here. I took um, it as, as its own standalone game. Yeah, but, it looks to me okay. that it's a standalone experience because it doesn't have anything in the title that suggests it's a part of anything else. It says also yeah. an Ubisoft original. And I, I didn't um, see anything about PvP anywhere, and that's usually a thing in Rainbow Six. I don't think there's a PvP. No, it mode. says here uh, in their. Um, I'm on Ubisoft site looking at their. It says it's a PVE co-op experience. That's what I thought. Okay, yeah, okay, yeah. This yeah. is what the division was supposed to be. Yeah, <laughs> there is a series that was very disappointing. 
because I remember yeah. seeing um, videos of the first one. Couldn't get into it. I've, tr- I've tried. I couldn't either, and it, it just felt very bland. Well, and as uh, from from the uh, from what I saw of uh, gameplay footage, they were bad about uh, where in, when you uh, higher level play, there weren't actually more dangerous enemies. They just became bigger bullet sponges. Oh, that's, so it that's was frustrating. It went, so it was I just a harder grind. That far into the game to get higher level play. So <laughs> I don't know about you, Brian, but I didn't get that far. Yeah, no. Um, and then there, um, I guess they they did touch a little bit more on Rainbow Six Siege. Um, it looks like they're going to launch on the the Stata, which you know, good for the Stata. It, it needs games. Yeah. Wait, um, Stata or Stadia? Stadia. Sorry. Okay. Uh, I can never pronounce that right. It's like I my wishes your sauce. I'll call it Stata from there here on out. That's its name. Thank name. you. I wish you wouldn't, because I want to get it right one day. Call it a Scotta. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, of course, they showed Just Dance 2022. Sure. Which uh, makes me feel old. Is is, is uh, Just Dance 2022 still going to be for the Wii U? <laughs> it's no. not. <laughs> it's not? They finally, oh, finally must have dropped it. It's going to be uh. on the Switch, the PS4, PS5, all the Xboxes, and Stadia? Oh, fair enough. Uh, 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 right. What's it called? Stadia. I don't know anymore. Stata? I'm scared. Um, I do. I do know here. Um, uh, it's going to be everything's going to be in collaboration with singer, dancer, actor, and choreographer Todrick Hall. Uh, oh, wait, so that's Hold up, Todrick Hall is going to be part of Just Dance 2022. Yes. Holy shit! I may have to actually buy a dancing game. That's fucking I'm, amazing. I don't know if you're being sarcastic. Are you being no, legit? Todrick- no, I dude, Todrick Hall, uh, if you get a chance, check out his shit on YouTube. Okay. Dude is, I mean, aside from the fact that I put him, I could put him up there in the ranks with Bob Fosse on the uh, okay. level of skill this yeah. motherfucker has. Okay. But he has, you know, he's doing some amazing, uh, amazing dance numbers and choreography. Yeah, it's uh, it looks like um, from the little bit of the video they showed and the screenshot they have here on Ubisoft's site, um, Todrick is a big part of, of, of this game. Fair enough. Hell yeah. Yep. Um, and one good thing is they're not doing a new Assassin's Creed game this year. Um, right. They're going to basically do everything still through like new DLC through Valhalla, um, which is already a hundred hour game on the for the single player mode. Um, and wow. they're going to basically get another uh, a second year of DLC content. I know they had an one set in Ireland that came out a couple months ago that was another 30-hour DLC. Uh, so anybody that has Valhalla, you're going to have a lot more fun in Valhalla for, for quite a while longer. They're going to basically, the big thing is they're going to deal with the Siege of Paris. Interesting. Yeah, I knew it was in Paris, yeah. Yeah, and they're going to do another one of those uh, Discovery Tours, which I think was super cool. And actually, a lot of teachers have used those. Basically, it's like where you can go around the world and it'll show you like, uh, like historic, uh, you know, like tombs, talk about all the history of this person, that person. Uh, so teachers can use it in like the classroom. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah, they did that with, uh, with the Athens. I remember that now. They've done it with the last two. Odyssey. Uh, Yeah. Since they did Odyssey and origin, since they basically did the, uh, the relaunches, Mm-hmm. Um, Ubisoft is also making a movie called The Werewolves Within. Um, they showed that. Is that um, based on a game or a comic? I think it's based on the werewolves. Uh, that werewolves game. 
Okay, yeah, I thought, I thought it was based on something like that. Yeah. Werewolves, which one? Werewolves, you know, the one where um, you have, like, uh, everybody's villagers, except two two or three people are, are werewolves. Wait, yeah. re- really? Yeah. They're making a... Oh, that's what it's based off of. Yeah, I think it's based off of that game. Oh. Uh, werewolves oh. is what it's called. That's bizarre. Okay. Yep. And also, I have to see it. It has my celebrity crush in it. Who's that? Uh, I don't know how you pronounce her last name, but it's Milana something. It's the that uh, cell phone girl. Oh, okay. You think you would know your crush's name? I don't but, know, you know how to that's pronounce just her last me. name. It starts with a V. It's Milana something. Are you talking Dan- about the AT and T girl? AT- yes, AT and T girl. That that yeah. is my celebrity crush. Yeah, she was going to at one point. They were going to do a Marvel TV series based on the New Warriors, and she was going to be Squirrel Girl. Oh and, man! Awesome. Yeah, and unfortunately, it kind of folded. Uh, cool. And well, then well, YouTube show is hilarious. I don't know if it's a YouTube show, but it's some show she has with a, with another uh, friend of hers. It's so funny. What's it called? I can't remember. Uh, it's been so long since I've. You, do I've you know it. anything about your crush? No, I don't. I still she's my crush. <laughs> okay, all right. Um, and then they uh, they showed a little bit more on Far Cry Six. Then they fucked. No. <laughs> the, yeah. A big thing with Far Cry Six is. The DLC uh, pass is going to be where you get to play as the villains of the last three Far Cry yeah, games. Yeah, I saw that. I, I wonder how that works. Is it like a special, like, just section you get to play as all of them? Or how, how is that going to work, I wonder? I, I honestly don't know. I know for three, it's going to be in their... What is that thing they did, like, where it was, like, based in the 80s, like Neon Dragon or something like that? Uh, uh Blood Dragon. Yeah, it's going to be like that. They showed a little bit. The one they showed a lot of was uh, the Joseph Seed one. But you're essentially going to play the villains from three, four, and five. Right. Um, okay. Yeah. So I think that's going to be uh, be kind of neat. It says here you'll delve inside their minds to uncover their backstories, encounter familiar faces, and find out what it's like to become the villain. So oh, that could okay. be pretty neat. Um, they also this was a like got spoiled like a couple hours before the event, but they're doing a sequel to Mario and Rabbits, um, right. which is finally. Uh, Wait, by it, the makers of XCOM. Yeah, it it's, sounds about right. Yeah, it's uh, the first one was fun, but the the difficulty ramped up dramatically, like in the second half of that game. Mm-hmm. And I could just not do it. I I kind of like was like that with like the Advanced War games that you know, like that used to come on the DS. Like I'd have that point you I could mean, get to. You mean the one would... You mean the one that they've announced they're going to be doing a 3D 3D remake of? Yes, I'm excited yeah. about that. But I know I'm going to hit the wall. Like I know exactly when in the game I'll hit the wall because I'm just not that good at strategy games like that. Hmm. I wonder yeah. if there's I wonder if there's a way I could like help you with that because I I've, I've always loved uh, especially the tactic style games where you can yeah. reposition such. Mm-hmm. I've always loved uh, finding all the exploits and just crushing my opponents in those. I would love help. The only ones I've ever good at was Final Fantasy Tactics and uh, Vandal Hearts. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. I would lo- love to help because uh, I've always wanted to play the XCON games because I think they look cool, but they just kind of intimidate me because I oh know XCON. Yeah, I love that series so much. It is, it is so fun. They're supposed to be super good, um, and and then Ubisoft ended the uh, their presentation with Avatar: Frontiers of Pandora, which mm-hmm. looks like an Ubisoft open world game set in Pandora. I mean, um, it looks like it has potential to me. Uh, I mean, it looks yeah. 
pretty sweet. Yeah. I, 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 who knows what the final product is going to be? But well, it's been cool. in development for a long time. Not basically because they've had a troubled production, but just because Cameron keeps on pushing back all the um, all the movies because mm-hmm. they can't release this till Cameron. Because I guess he shot two, three, four, and five, which. I don't know if we need that many movies in the Avatar world, Damn, but we're getting them. Many already? Oh wow! We're getting five. There, he's there. got this plan for five films. He's he has five Avatar or four more already, Avatar films already in, in the can right now. Wow! I don't know if they're all in the can can yet, but I know that was his plan. Was they were filming back to back to back to back. Um, <sighs> the only thing I know, I've only seen the movie once, and that was um, in IMAX, and it was a super cool 3D experience. Yeah. Um, but I've heard a, there's a lot of Avatar hate out there. Uh, no. So what? I don't know if it's because the movie did as well as it did and people love to hate the popular. Um, I think it has something to do with it for sure. Or what? Because, like, have you guys seen the movie since it came out? I never saw it in the theaters. I only saw it after it was released, <clears throat> like, on regular TV. Okay. And did you enjoy it? I did. I thought it was a good movie. And uh, Boston? Uh, I know. I never actually. I never. I've I've seen clips of it. I've never actually watched Avatar. It never. Oh. Dances with Wolves in Space never uh, interested me. (laughs) Well, I heard that I missed out. Like, apparently, it's supposed to be amazing in like 3D on the big screen. Oh oh, yeah. Uh, So far, so far, I've heard. Yeah, I've heard nothing but wonderful things about it. It's just never. yeah, no. I'm also with my um, with my vision. Uh, mm-hmm. so a lot of 3D spectacle stuff uh, gives me headaches, so I'm not exactly the target audience. Hey, you and you and uh, Scott are best friends then, because I bet you all you both were suffering through that free showing of uh, Batman versus Superman. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Because I remember uh, we got in the theater and Scott got concerned when he saw the uh, 3D glasses. Right, right. Yeah, I uh, I cannot do 3D. Uh, it it just it gives me a headache every single time. It just for some reason messes with me bad. Uh, I, it's not that I don't enjoy the 3D experience. I just can't. I, actually, well, I guess I can't say that I don't enjoy the 3D experience. <laughs> it's because it gives me a headache. <laughs> now, um, yeah. the the one I, the the one 3D movie I actually could did enjoy was uh, Coraline. Okay, but mainly because they they didn't. It wasn't like a big bombastic in your face 3D. It was like <laughs> it was yeah. they, they used it as part of the storytelling element, and that was fucking amazing. Yeah, no, I like that, and I I think the thing that really sucked right after Avatar was uh, once it became the biggest grossing movie of all time, which I think it just got that title back. Um, but when it first came out, then Hollywood decided every movie had to be in 3D, so they would take movies that had already been filmed. And do like a 3D conversion on them. Which oh made God, the, yeah, I remember which, that. Yeah, which made the screen like much darker, Man. and it was harder to really even like tell what was going on, even in the 3D version. Yeah, and yeah, uh, and then they start doing like TVs that could do 3D like for everything. Um, my friend Jason got one of those TVs, and it was kind of neat for like the first couple of minutes, but then like any fad, it just kind of like went. Eh. So speaking of uh, speaking of three dimensions, uh, have you guys been impressed with how how well two D games have fucking conquered E three this year? Yeah, no, it's um, I think there's still a lot 
a lot of good stuff to be had in 2D gaming. Me too. I I, th- I mean, I know we're not to that section yet, but I, I thought it was really funny when they were talking about, you know, we had the Nintendo uh, conference and uh, right before they showed the 2D uh, Metroid, they had, they were like, well, just so you know, we still have the other Metroid game in development. <laughs> <laughs> and they're going to get a bunch of flack over it. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Say something. Yeah. yeah, and then um, I think uh, when we get to Microsoft in a couple of minutes here, I think a lot of the stuff that really pumped me up, Microsoft's, were some of their 2D games. Sure, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, they showed. Um, we have Namely s- Hades, but we'll get to that. Yep. Uh, so Gearbox didn't really have much. Um, I guess Godfall is coming to the PlayStation 4. Um, okay. Um, I yeah. kind of felt bad because I thought Tribes and Midgard was a Tribes game, but I guess it's not. I would have thought uh, the same is- thing, man. Yeah, it is not a. Uh, from from what I can see, it's it is a. Uh, it, it is not actually a tribes uh, brand game. The because the uh, for, for one, it was it's definitely a departure from form if they're going to be going uh, squad based uh, top down. Because mm-hmm. most tribe most tribes games were third person or first person shooters. Okay. Yeah, it. Uh, I guess it comes out soon, but yeah, it's uh, it's what it is. Yeah. Whatever. It, it looked. It, I mean, it looked fun. It didn't. It didn't strike me. You know, it, it definitely from from when you're like, "Hey, there's a tribes game coming out," and I'm like, "Oh, sweet!" And I <laughs> see it, I'm like, mm, "That." Mm. Right. Well, I felt so bad. Mm. Um, I'd be like, going, "There's a new Tony Hawk game coming out. He's working at a at a publishing house. It's exciting." <laughs> yeah. Um, they did a little bit more on Tiny Tina's, uh, Tiny Tina's Wonderlands, which I guess is going to be a Borderlands game with the medieval skin. Yeah, so yeah, from that's what that's what I've seen so far is that they are. That. Is that what that is? Yeah. So uh, they talk about it more because apparently that was the only one that I did actually catch live was the, <laughs> the Gearbox one because I was. Oh, I'm, a, I'm a little. I'm, I'm a Gearbox simp. Uh huh. So they talk about it afterwards. Uh, Tiny Tina's Wonderland is going to be a loot, a loot and shoot, just like the regular Borderland series, but it's going to be strictly set in the Bunkers and Badass universe. So okay. it's going to be effectively just a full game version of uh, Assault on Dragon Keep, which was is still uh, hailed as one of the better DLCs from Borderlands 2. It's, okay, yeah, I never played it, but that's the one that um caught my interest and i think a lot of people just really dug it and i think mm-hmm. ashley burke is going to be a part of it too right oh uh, yeah she's uh well she's the voice of tiny tina okay perfect because she did not yeah. play anything that have anything to do with borderlands 3 did she uh as i understand it she was still the voice of tiny tina did they oh i didn't know borderland i didn't know tiny tina showed up in uh borderlands yeah. 3 yeah i think uh i be- i believe during the events of borderlands 3 she's finally crossed the like she's actually eighteen now. Okay. But shrug. Oh, that sucks that that was the only actual E three showing that you got to see. Uh, the, the only one I said to see directly. Yeah, I, I caught I caught up on a bunch of stuff. But <laughs> Monday, it, it, it came on while we were playing Overwatch, and so I just had it playing on beside me, and I was like, ooh. <laughs> Mondays was pretty much hot garbage. I ended up uh, turning on IGN's thing oh. at ten at night and just like. I was just fast forwarding through it. I essentially fast forward through the whole thing except Capcom's and Capcom's presentation was not that good. So after Tina's uh, tiny adventure or whatever they're calling it, teen, tiny tunes with Tina, um, we had that awkward uh, five minute look at the Borderlands movie. 
um, mm-hmm. which hopefully is fun. Um, cause I've really always been impressed with the writing on Borderlands. So hopefully they're able to make something good out of that. Right. Yeah. And I think they have a good cast. I think, is it Kate Winslet that's also in it? Uh, yeah. Kate Winslet is Kate Winslet is playing Lilith. Kevin Hart is playing Roland, which I disagree with, but that's not my choice. Mm-hmm. Uh, they got Jack Black as Claptrap. That's nice. So I've been told. <laughs> not a, not a, not a like Jack Black I'm, fan. I'm I am a okay. I am. It's not. It it is. I will never be happy with whatever they do. Let's just be. Let's just be flat out. Like that's okay. gonna be. I am just gonna be that that bitter of a of a fanboy. That's Are you like, gonna sit in the gonna theater, me... arms folded, with a scowl on your face? I'm going to try and uh, I'm going to try my best to stay as uh, impartial as possible. Okay. But yes, I might. That's amazing. Just sit there being like, Ugh. 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 gross. How um, are you still alive? How are you? How how did, how did you die, Roland? How did you die? <laughs> so Monday uh, comes around in E3, and this is where we first get the um, only one of the two console people that showed up for the uh, for the show. And that's Xbox. Um, mm-hmm. Xbox has had a bad E3s for a couple of years. I agree. Uh, I think they were still shook over the the year where they thought, "Hey, we're going to start charging people for rentals." Yeah, that was pre pre Phil Spencer days, I believe. Yeah, so they they've been on tilt for a while, right. um, and they've had that criticism that you know, hey, Xbox. Um, you know, had a confusing launch with the title of the new Xbox and just not a lot of games for it. Um, if it wasn't for the Game Pass, I don't know if Xbox would even be relevant for this first year. But right. thankfully, they oh, did same. have the Game Pass. And well, and if you're um, and if you're playing a game where you're going to take a drink every time we save Game Pass for the next ten or fifteen minutes, don't do it. Um, your Unless liver... you want to get absolutely shit hammered, fate. I mean, you're going to get drunk off your ass if you want to do it. Yeah, and you'll probably destroy your liver. So I guess you got to yeah. make that decision. Sure. Um, so Worth unfortunately, maybe. the big opening for uh, the conference got spoiled literally ten minutes before the conference. Oh, it did. Um, <laughs> Yes, yes, it did. Um, so the first new franchise in 25 years for Bethesda Studios, um, Starfield, is mm-hmm. coming. And it's got a release date of November 11, 2022. I am not inclined to think it's going to make that release date. I'll um, be surprised. Uh, I mean, it may make the release date. It might just not be good. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Um, is it going to make the release date? And be an actual complete playable. game. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It'll, it'll be playable on release. That's the be right, like. right. But it is exciting because it's their first uh, like new IP, and I think their first science fiction IP, right? Uh, so Tec- hmm. technically, okay. I guess no. Prey would have. Yeah, Prey, I guess Prey you, technically uh, would have got them there first. Yeah, Prey okay. would have been technically the first off. Uh, I forgot about Prey. Yeah. That's fair. Don't ever forget about Prey, Prey Alamo, or Dre. Or Dre, exactly. Yep. Um, it looks good. Uh, they didn't show a whole lot of uh, really any gameplay. I don't know if there's been video since, but what they showed at the conference was just kind of like um, like cinema shots. Um, yeah. But it's still kind I'm of exciting. So for it. I, I, I hope it's going to be amazing and you know it, it, we, we've been had by them before so we'll see 
and then we get Stalker We've all been 2. We've by Bethesda before. I yeah, kind of want to wonder what Stalker stands for, because it looks like it's an acronym. Oh, uh, oh it, it yeah. is. Hold up. Oh, okay. That actually looks really good. I've never played any of, any of that series before. It was a cool way that they did the trailer, I thought. Yeah. Hands down, my favorite trailer of the entire uh, show was... Um, oh, you bastard. Outland. Yep, that one, uh, Outer Worlds 2. Or Outer Worlds 2, not Outlands. Outer Worlds 2. Yeah. Uh, it was kind of brilliant because it took the it piss so- out of like how the yeah. three trailers are usually put together. Yes, it was so really? so Yeah, yeah, yeah. That- oh, you didn't see it? Definitely watch that both when we when we when we stop recording. It's oh, hysterical. Yeah. It's, oh, it's, it's super good. Um, so apparently, it is based off of some novels and films by a dude named Andrei Tarkovsky and uh, Boris Strugatsky. Wait, 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 wait! Isn't he the one who wrote the Metro the the Metro series? Uh, I think um, so. I think so. Yeah, I think this is by the Metro people. Really? I didn't know that. Okay. Well, that makes sense. It's, it's got the same kind of vibe. Uh, and the good part is we're a podcast, so, you know, we don't have to be legit. Like, you know, <laughs> yeah, we, we can be wrong. yeah, we can be wrong. I'm pretty sure that he's, he's the same guy. Uh, he, let he me go check is. on that. I, I do think it is. Um, while you're doing that, um, but I thought the trailer for Stalker 2 was kind of cool the way they did it. Um, uh, no, it is a different, uh, uh, so Metro 2033 is based on novels by Dmitry Gluks, uh, Klukovsky. I like oh. how you, get to, you throw in a Russian accent when you say yes, those I like names. It. I, like it. I don't know how to pronounce it otherwise. Yeah. But, so Stalker, Stalker stands for Scavengers, Trespassers, Adventurers, Loners, Killers, Explorers, and Robbers. Wow. God. Okay. All right. I guess you got to do anything yep. for your acronyms. Um. The next game, I feel like, yeah, I feel like that one was uh was worked, worked backwards. It had to be. Um, the next game is thankfully not an acronym. Uh, it's Back for Blood, which oh, is essentially the spiritual successor to the Left 4 Dead games. Yes, um, Boston is going to buy everybody he knows Game Pass just to play with them, guys. So, that's yeah, exciting. You're, you're, get in touch with get in touch with me. I will buy you Game Pass just so we can play that fucking game. Which, because... yep, and that was essentially the second mic drop of microsoft's e3 uh presser is that a game is going to be uh first day on the game pass oh yeah i like that what was it 27 out of their 30 games were all going to be game pass day yeah. one not all like they're exclusive to xbox but they're right. going to be on game pass day one which is uh right. something that if sony wasn't as doing as well as they're doing would probably be more concerned. I wish they were concerned because I like when I like when all the companies are doing like, or are, are having to be scrappers. Like oh, Microsoft is obviously having to do here. Um, right. Yeah. And I think it looks Nobody's fun. Back for, uh, Back for blood looks fun. I hope, I hope it's as good as the left for dead games. Uh, Cause I've had some of my best, like, Experiences of that generation, I think the 360 generation. It, it definitely uh, with has the those. same feel and vibe, so I hope I hope so. I hope so too. Um, I, I think you I can play as the plays the yeah. villains, right? As the monsters. Yep. Well, I mean that that was a staple of the of Left 4 Dead as well. I'm trying to remember because there's another one apparently because like the the main team broke off and did Back for Blood, and I think this is going to be a co-op on uh, like a multiplayer only game. I'd imagine. Possibly, I, I can't remember. 
Did they have any kind of a? Uh, Not on Left 4 Dead. I don't. I think you could play it with computer AIs. Maybe. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah. It, was AI, it was AI bots. If there was a. Yeah. Oh my god! I had so much fun with that game. Man, I saw. I saw one. So it was one of the one, like one of the dudes who didn't join the main team. Yeah. Apparently released a another spiritual successor that went live this year, but I can't remember. Yeah, what? I know we were, we were discussing that uh, last week when me and you hung out. Hung out. I don't remember what wait, you said wait, the title wait, wait. was. Uh, hang on. It was a pretty bad title. Something like that. You can look it up and we can pause. Not don't pause the podcast, but you know. Why you? No, we just. Well, you'll, yeah. I'll, I'll try and I'll try and find if we want to just keep moving. Okay. But um, the next title shown was uh, by Avalanche, the creators of what Just Cause, the Just Cause series, mm-hmm. um, Contraband. Uh, and one of the reasons why I wish we were able to get our ho- our guests on tonight, um, Ryan, uh, because um, I think I don't know if it's a CEO or CEO of Forthright Entertainment um, is working on that title. Not Ryan, but uh, the CEO or COO of their company. Is oh right. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not a lot was shown of it, um, but I think it's another game that's going to be on the Game Pass. I think so. It is. I yeah. Think so. Yep. And it's Xbox Game Studio, so I think it's going to be. Um, they didn't mention that, but I think it's going to be an exclusive title. Um, yeah. The next big thing they did, which was a big surprise uh, for fans of this game, uh, they're doing a Pirates of the Caribbean uh, crossover with Sea of Thieves. Um, nope. and it looks like it was, it's actually story stuff. And again, if you have a game, game pass, it's free. Yep. Yeah. It's just it's nuts. You, uh, try playing that game again. Like I, I got out of that game a long time ago, uh, just for certain reasons, but it's definitely going to maybe check it out again. It looks really cool. Yeah. I, I thought it looked kind of neat too. Um, then they showed a little bit more battlefield two twenty forty two. Um, I think the big thing about that is it's going to have 128 player uh, matches. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, it looks like it's set in like a time where like climate change has just basically destroyed the whole world. Uh, there's just random tornadoes that show up. Um, all the environmental stuff I think plays into the game modes and everything, which I think that's going to be kind of neat. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, because we live in the world we live in, they had to immediately put out a presser that using climate change wasn't them trying to be political. <laughs> oh, they because, did. I didn't, I didn't yeah, because it. a lot Why of people not? were upset about it already and were crying uh, big dumb tears. Um, yeah. And like, they're not doing any, they're not doing any battle royale. They're not doing any single player mode. It's just massive online. Yep. I mean, that's, that's fine. That's what Battlefield is mostly played for anyway. Yeah. I think okay. it's cool that Battlefield has stopped trying to catch Call of Duty. They know it's just never going to happen. And so yeah. they're going to do more like kind of inventive um, yeah. things with like the first person shooter genre instead of trying uh, to catch Call of Duty. And that and that's what they should do. That's exactly yeah. Oh, what yeah. Do. For sure. There's no, there's no point in trying. Yep. Um, next they way, showed... Was, uh, the was the other game we were talking about? Was it World War Z? No, it was uh, not. Anacrusis. Oh, okay. Okay. Such a horrible title. Um, I don't know. It's so apparently it's it's na- it's after the ship. That, it's after like the luxury ship that they're all on. Okay, it's okay. still it's not like, a good title. It's like a luxury spaceship that they're all on, and uh, you're being attacked by uh, alien mold creature things. Gotcha. I hope that's what they call them. Like they just get super lazy so, 
Watch out for the alien mold things. Uh, actually, uh, the end of the the end of the trailer. Yeah. I called them brutes. Uh, I called them brutes. You know, for the lot for Brutus. Man, we re- we sound really smart calling them brutes. Hey, uh, Guion, you want to get in here and help name these things? Nah, I'm good. And then everyone screams, and everyone screams at the same time. Brute as one assaults the main character from behind. Okay, that's pretty good. Um, like, so uh, it, it, it it feels the the writing feels solid, and apparently, yeah, it was the writer from Left for Dead. Okay, uh, went off to build to do this team. And it has uh, a very similar AI director to Left 4 Dead. Okay, cool. The AI director was like one of the coolest parts of the first yes. Le- of the first two Left 4 Dead. So hope Back for Blood has that too. Uh, it does. Okay. Uh, oh, cool. Because again, okay. that's that's the big thing is that you can play the same level over and over again and get a different experience every single time. Yeah, yeah that's awesome. Such a good game. Such a good game. Uh, we are going to be next- playing. All four, all three of us. Yes, gonna, yeah. Oh, we're gonna have to do. Better. Maybe that'll be our first Twitch thing that we do for yeah, this podcast. Yeah, we good. Um, then we had uh, twelve minutes, um, yep. which is again, uh, this is the one of the games that makes me want to have an Xbox. Um, it's a Groundhog Day type uh, style game uh, with James McAvoy and Daisy Ridley. Mm-hmm. Um, it releases in August, which is cool, and it's Game Pass Day One. I think somebody on IGN was saying was giving that game such high praise, like how great it was. It looks super cool. Um, yeah, it does. Then I guess we're getting uh, in the next uh, couple of weeks, we're going to get the um, next uh, Fallout 76 update, uh, Steel Rain. Um, yeah. And uh, then um, I guess nobody really cares about that. Speaking of games that nobody cares about, the next game they shown was, I guess... Um, it's called it's called party animals it's party, like party um animals. what's that game that oh, came out last year that was super that what was that game that came out last fall guys it basically looks like fall guys with furries really Why, how, how did i miss that it looked probably because um people are just trying to forget about it <laughs> it may be game pass but all i know is that was one of the parts where i went to use the restroom right um, <laughs> maybe, I, maybe i did too yeah, it was it was pretty bad. Uh, Hades was next, um, which is awesome, and it's going to be Game Pass. And let me tell you, oh, if you've yeah. not played Hades, go, go oh back my to our god, game thing. Yeah, that, that's 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 going to be awesome. Yep, Hades is going to be amazing. Um, next was a game that's by so the guys who made Limbo and Inside, one of them uh, split off and went to form his own company. They had creative differences, but I don't know what the creative differences were. Because Somerville looks just like those other two games. Mm-hmm. Um, it looks like you're a family with a dog that's in some kind of. It looks like an alien invasion. Um, <laughs> yeah, it I was, thought it, it looked super really neat. neat. Yeah, it was very neat, and you're right. It looks just like the other two games. So. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I, uh, and well, then something broken. Then they right? just, then we get Halo Halo Infinite. Um, I guess still. This is the one thing I thought was weird for the Microsoft convention, and maybe it's kind of showing how Halo is not as big of a franchise for them anymore, um, because this kind of gets thrown smack dab in the middle of the presentation. We still don't have a release date, which is a little odd. I thought they they announced it for this year. This year, but no release date. Oh, they didn't actually give a day? Okay. No, not day yet. Um... A lot of the rumors from what I could find were early November, but that kind of runs smack dab with um, Horizon 5 for yeah. Forza Horizon 5, so I'm not sure. But then again, if they're going to be both Game Pass Day 1, 
I guess it doesn't really matter if you have no. both games launched the same day. They won't. Um, and they have launched Halos before in November, so that wouldn't make sense. And also, I, I feel like I feel like the Forza crowd and the Halo crowd aren't going to really cross over that much. Yeah. No, the, no. Um, the big thing that they did show, they didn't show much a single player at all, which I thought was a little weird. Uh, yeah. But the multiplayer is free to play across yep. Xbox and PC. And day one, too, which was a big deal. Yep. I don't know what free-to-play really? means you have to have. Well, I guess it doesn't matter because you have Game Plus Cash. You're going to have the game. But yeah, yeah, but Xbox and PC, day one, um, multiplayer is free-to-play. Yeah, there, there was rumors or there was, there was speculations that the multiplayer was going to be delayed. Uh, yeah. But apparently that's not the case. Nope. And they're also going to do it as seasons because they're, they're also announcing it as um, Halo Infinite's first multiplayer season. So I think they, okay. they, have, a, they have big plans for the multiplayer. Well, Which I think would be the first in the Halo. Halo multiplayer a fan or player, but it looks yeah. really good. Yeah, I think if um, it's going to definitely have legs if they're going to have it for both Xbox and PC. Oh, I'm yeah. hoping they're going to have a way to make sure um, that the PC people can't do any of their cheating. That's probably my only concern, you know, because I I don't like enabling crossplay if it's a competitive game. If I'm playing yeah. this right on the computer, because I have such a disadvantage. Yeah, uh, you ruined Fall Guys for me because you could tell the hackers in some stages would just all sitting, you know, basically float up in the air and go straight to the crown. I don't want to hear it, you aim assist motherfuckers. Exactly. Hey, I'm sorry. I don't even know what that word means, Boston. But you know what I do know is PC gamers be cheaters. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Um, it's, a, it's, a, it's, it's a point of contention in Apex right now that they're uh, most, uh, especially console, console players, actually get yeah. aim assist. Mm. Aim assist. Okay, now I hear what you're yeah, saying. I aim, thought you were assist. saying something. I thought you were saying something with the word anus in it, and I wasn't understanding. <laughs> um, I mean, I do like yeah, saying stuff. I do like saying the word anus a lot. You do. That's like your catchphrase. Um, when you go back into comedy, that should be like your uh, your puncher for all, all your jokes. <laughs> anus. Anus. <laughs> anus. No matter what it is, just throw the word yes. anus. Just end it with anus. Um, Yes. Then they showed a little bit of Diablo 2 Resurrected. Oh, I can't um, wait that, by the way. It's coming uh, September 23rd. I don't know if that's Game Pass Day 1. I think um, it is, but let me just double... Let me confirm that real quick. While you're doing that, the the next... Uh, and I thought this was exciting, um, because supposedly the first game in the series, I know Bingy really loved, um, they're doing a sequel to A Plague Tale. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Um, a uh, Plague Tale Great Requiem game. is the title of it. Um, it. I think they basically just showed cinematics. Uh, they didn't show a lot of the gameplay, so I think it's still pretty early. But they are doing a sequel to Plague Tale, and that's supposed to be like a sleeper hit. Yeah, no Plague Tale. Uh, I'm still trying to. Fi- I it's been on. It's been on my in my queue, mm-hmm. uh, and I keep trying. Whenever I get a chance, I keep going back to to work on it. It but, is such a cool game, like especially with the effects of the rats and everything they've done. It's it's it sounds kind of stupid. All you play the game where the rats are the villain. Well, I mean, they're sort of the villains or part of the villains, but it's it's such a phenomenal game. Yeah, like it, it, it is. It is a. It, I like. I enjoy the fact that they made the environment your uh, the enemy. Right. Yeah. Well, there, there's so actually just... enemies too, uh, but but you actually use the environment against the enemies. So you can, you know, trap, make the rats attack your enemies and things, you know, cause it's mm-hmm. all based on like, if you have lot, they're, they're scared of light. 
uh, and a lot of the enemies have torches, so you could, you know, like make them lose their torches, and then they get just surrounded by these mobs of rats, and they just devour them. It's it's uh, it's so it's so rewarding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it it looked pretty neat, um, and that's Game Pass. Uh, it's supposed to. It's on Innocence. Innocence is on Game Pass right now. Yeah, the first okay. one. But, yeah, I'm assuming the second one will be. I'm not sure. Okay. I just saw something about Diablo 2 Game Pass, so I'm assuming that's okay. that's coming on Game Pass. Nice. Weird. Um, okay. Slime Rancher Two was the next title shown. Um, I guess Slime Rancher One is big, but I'm. Uh, you may have you may have missed it because it was pr- it was primarily PC. Okay. Um, but Slime Rancher was yeah. It, it's a. Uh, it was it was a huge it was a huge hit, especially among some of like the the Stardew Valley type players. Yeah, where it was it's 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 a it's a ranching sim that also lets you go around and like hunt and collect these adorable slimes Aww. to add to your yeah. uh, to your farm. It was pretty and, popular, wasn't it, back in the day? I mean, uh, back in I mean back in the day, you mean for the past three years. Yeah, I mean, like when it when it, the first one first came out, wasn't it pretty popular? Yeah, it was pretty popular. Uh, you can probably find. I know it's pretty cheap to play now. I got it for free on uh, Epic a few months back. Okay, so it's kind of like Stardew Valley. Uh, very similar to Stardew Valley, and just I love the whole. Oh yeah, no, it's fantastic. Yeah. And, and, and that guy's that... and there's a guy that gives like really good DLC. The upcoming. Uh, games on Game Pass, and I actually do not see Diablo two on there, so I don't know if that's really happening on the on Game Pass. Or not. Yeah, I, I, that's that's why I'm confused. Like it, that's a with it being a Blizzard product, I didn't expect it to be a yeah. console, a big so console thing may, for Microsoft. That one may not be. Well, it may be. I mean, they may have just thrown money at them, like they because you know they Microsoft probably threw a lot of money at Back for Blood to get like on day sure. one. I mean, it's going to be on PlayStation Fall Horn Five Day One. As well, but Game Pass, it's going to be mm-hmm. on too. So the new Dungeons um, and Dragons Dark Alliance game is on this list, but I don't see Diablo on here. Okay, gotcha. Um, the next game they showed. Um, this is the genre that really hasn't been really popular since SSX, and that's a game called Shredders, which looks like a snowboarding title. Yeah. Um, it looks okay. I think it's going to be Game Pass as well. It is. Uh, I I don't. It's probably a fun. I just, I personally don't get into those type of games. I, I've tried playing a bunch of those, and I, I yeah. get bored very, very quick. Uh, I had a time where I loved them. Oh, you did? Okay. Yeah, there was a one. I think it was on uh, PlayStation Two called Downhill Domination. I remember that. Which yeah. was a bicycle one that I thought the stages were so creative. Um, next game shown, and this was one where um, I watched the IGN after show, and they said basically whenever they do a story about this game they get a ton of response. So I guess it has a really good following. Uh, it's a game called Atomic Heart. Oh, um, yeah, that looks really good. It looks cool. It looks very Bioshocky. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, looks super neat. I, I think it, yeah, and it's going to be day one game pass. It is, yep. And then they showed, uh, speaking of 2D games, Boston, uh, a game called Replaced. Um, where you're an artificial intelligence trapped in a human body. Yeah, that uh, looks good. Right. Yeah. Yeah, it I'm looks on, I'm uh, on board. I'm on board. Yep. Uh, and that game is expected to release in 2022. Um, and, and that's all uh, Game Pass, by the way. Yep. Then they showed the Ascent. I think this must have been a point where I was getting a drink or something because I did. I remember a lot of people freaking out about this like afterwards. Um, you guys are both really excited for the, the Ascent, right? 
I was I was kind of excited for the extent because it uh it looks like a cyberpunk meets Diablo and that just already won me over. <laughs> okay. Yeah, uh, and then they um showed uh the Outer Worlds two trailer, which is amazing. Oh god! It, it, if you watch any trailer in this entire E three, watch that one. It is yeah. so good. No release date. I imagine this was just basically like, hey, I bet they probably just started really development of it. This is yeah. probably just to say, hey, guys, we're doing a sequel. Um, I understand the game is super funny, Outer Worlds 1, and I yeah, think this trailer it's, it's, um, yeah. kind of continues that that kind of humor. It's, it's definitely got a lot of good humor in it, for sure. Um, and this is super exciting. I think a lot of people got excited about this, and it looks beautiful. Uh, Microsoft Flight Simulator. Oh, man, it does. It, yeah, and that's that's only on on Xbox or as far as consoles, it's yep. only on the new Xbox One X. It, it it can't run on the old old system. Yep, and it's uh, oh, wow. day one. Yeah, day one. Yep, and it looks freaking beautiful, gorgeous. Um, then this was a big surprise. Everybody had heard that they were doing a new Forza game. Um, the oh. rumor was Playground uh, that does the for the Horizon series are working on a new Fable game. So everybody was kind of excited to see this. Uh, Horizon 5, which I think is the better of the two for, for Forza series, because this is more than arcade. That Horizon 5 yeah. is gorgeous. It might be the best-looking game I saw at the whole conference. Yeah, I mean, it, that, that, that's it, let's, let's be fair, though. That has always been Forza's um, yeah. forte, is that, it's like, You're hey, right, we have the least amount of moving pixels or moving parts on the car. <laughs> so uh, it looks goddamn gorgeous. Yep. And uh, the Horizon series, I like a little bit more because it's not as um, technical. It's more like arcade. Uh, and I like the fact that they do it as like basically like an open world racing game. Mm. Um, which was the cool thing how 4 worked. There was a cool thing they would do in 4 where if you wanted to unlock some of the cars... You basically there was hidden uh, garages, like all throughout the island, and if you found mm-hmm. them, it would cut to like a, a scene where your driver would get out of the car and they would open the barn and they would find like an old car and they would basically take it at that point. Uh, so restore it, it. Yeah, so there is all kinds of secrets and stuff. Uh, I can't wait. Uh, it's gonna sell. It's gonna sell systems. Oh yeah, and yeah. Game Pass. Also Game Pass Day One. Yeah. Yep, November 9th. Um, and then they close it out with a new game from Arcane Austin, uh, oh, Redfall. Yes. Um, which uh, it, it looks like it features supernatural characters like vampires. I guess it's going to be more of like Left for Dead, but with it, like other yeah. supernatural elements. Yeah. I, was see- I was seeing that earlier where they were like, so yeah, uh, there's there's like seven Left for Dead clones coming out in the next two years. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, it's yeah, uh, it's really good stuff though, Arcane. So I, I'm looking forward to this one. Yeah, because they did what did they do? They do the Dishonored, Dishonored games. Dishonored. Yep. Uh, okay. Dishonored and oh, what else? There's something else that they did was really good. Oh, uh, so there's uh, I can't remember the other one. It's the Arcs Arcs Dominion or something because okay. it just went live on it just went live on Game Pass with all the other Bethesda games that they've been missing, and I'm so happy oh. they finally because God damn it, now I get to finally play Wolfenstein too. <laughs> oh, nice. Okay, so good. So they're all all the Wolfenstein's are on there now. All the Wolfenstein's are now on Game Pass. Yeah, Arcs, it, finally. I, I don't Arcs know Fatalis. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why they waited so long. Who knows? Yeah. So, so, so now you can go all the way through uh, all the Wolfenstein's, uh, which makes me happy, as well as 
Uh, Evil Within 1 and 2 are now up. Oh, perfect. And also Rage 1 and 2, if you care about that. But I know there are people that love the Rage games. They did Prey as well. I like the Rage games. They did Uh, do Prey. They did Prey, yep. Um, I like Rage games too, man. I think they're so fun. Yeah, I know the second one did not do that well, and it was a... Weirdly enough, it was a shorter game, I think, than the first Rage. But mm-hmm. I, I like both. I like apocalyptic Mad Max type settings. Me too. I even like mm-hmm. the Mad Max game. <laughs> yeah. Um, Which reminds me, you go back and finish the Mad Max game at some point. I, so I would say basically, <laughs> if you were disappointed with Microsoft showing, then you just need to put down that hater raid. Yeah. Because, I mean, I don't have an Xbox right now, and I'm solidly in Sony camp, but. I don't know how you can't look at that and look at the game pass and go, you know what? This is Xbox one, this show hands down, hands down. There's no, there's no, no competition. There's not even close. Yeah. I sure. I I heard about, uh, I don't know. Some little, some little Japanese company I heard did pretty good. Uh, well, it's not the one we're going to talk about next. uh, Square Enix. (laughs) Um, so Square Enix does surprise, did a big surprise, um, that Jason Shire uh, had kind of like from Bloomberg had kind of spoiled like a couple days beforehand. Uh, but a Guardians of the Galaxy game done by the Deus Ex people. Mm-hmm. Man, I um, do not know how to feel about that game yet. Yeah, I, I don't know either. I Some of the gameplay either. looks super early. Yeah, um, I want to be excited for it because I think it has potential to be really, really fun. But I, I'm, I'm with you. I, I, I can't decide how I feel about it either. Some of the models look kind of gross. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, but good. <laughs> yeah, the game the <laughs> it has the same kind of Guardians and Galaxy humor, which which is really good. You couldn't, I don't, you couldn't have that kind of game and not. The writer of the of the of the of the game, Dan Abnett, um, basically is one of the ones who basically created what the Guardians of the Galaxy became for the Marvel Universe. Because mm-hmm. uh, the Guardians of the Galaxy, before he got his hands on on the franchise, was pretty shitty. It was oh, not no. a good series. Um, but he kind of changed it and gave Peter like the whole listening to music and all that stuff. So um, I want to like it because I like these characters. I like the writer. Um, but it still looked a little rough from everything they showed. I'm glad that they actually yeah. showed a lot of it because it shows they're not hiding anything. But yeah. Square Enix did just do an underwhelming uh, Avengers game last year. So. And they're still adding to it, apparently. Yeah, they're still they still have not said anything about that Spider Man DLC that was supposed to, that they hyped <laughs> at the beginning of it. Um, but they did show uh, War for Wakanda, yeah. um, which comes in August. Uh, I guess that's something I heard. The single player is fun, even if it's a little padded out. But that's a game that it's sad because it was by the guys who did the last uh, Tomb Raider series. Oh, and those are so good, too. I thought so, too. Um, then they showed something called Babylon's Fall, um, which looks like an action RPG, uh, up to four players. So I guess, you know, four players is the new big thing. Um, right. Then they showed uh, Life is Strange. They're doing a remaster collection, and mm-hmm. they're going to do uh, True Callers. And I think for the first in the series, it's not going to be released episodic. It's gonna all uh, drop the oh, same. Oh, I missed that. Is that is that that's is that happening? Yeah, it's not episodic. The whole game comes out really? uh, September 10. Okay. Yep. Okay. Yeah, that's awesome. and then uh, 
the game that a thousand memes were launched from, uh, Strangers of Paradise Final Fantasy Origin. Uh, Final Fantasy game by the Team Ninja people uh, mm-hmm. that uses the word chaos like a hundred times in the trailer. <laughs> um, it was kind of embarrassing. I want to like it because I like some of the Team Ninja games, but I know the last time they did somebody else's franchise, which is Metroid Other M, it was embarrassing. Mm-hmm. Oh, they did Other M? They did Other M. Oh. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah, so little concern, and that trailer was not... I think they probably, when they were making it, they were probably pounding back the Mountain Dews and thought they were cool. They were probably high fiving. Yeah. Um, it looks bad. Somebody took that. Somebody took the uh, the logo and just pasted it on Final uh, Fast and the Furious, and it kind of made sense. It, it kind of wow. like a like chaos is the new family. Um, it it just it, it was it does it does kind of remind me of Devil May the kind of reminds me of Devil May Cry just the way it's the over the looks top. From here. Yeah, yeah, I get that. I can see that. Um, that was it for Sunday. Monday was a weird day. Um, Razer did an E3 show, and basically Razer's whole thing was, hey, we have a new laptop. Um, Verizon did something, but there's their heart was in the right place. It was basically about, hey, we need to make sure we have diversity in the workforce. We need to let women yeah. do more, you know. Uh, but they didn't show any games. Um Capcom was the big, as far as games go. Um, they started with um, letting us know, and it's weird the way they announced the DLC, and they said something like, because of so much interest in Village, we're hard at work now on DLC. Like, like they basically <laughs> shut down everything and told everybody to go home, and then went, wait, come back. We're, we're, we're selling, we're selling well. Yeah, because like, I, I know that, I mean... Because that's been the, been the thing too is like it, they, they they left so many. I don't know if you finished the if you finished village yet. yet. No, but the the ending the ending leaves the ending leaves so many different venues to go. Like there are so many different things you could do with that ending, and yeah. then they jump to like an epilogue fifteen years in the future, and you're like, what? Wait, what? But, uh-huh. And then the big thing is uh, spoilers. No, one don't spoil. The, don't spoil. I don't want to spoil. Well, just uh, eat. Nope. The, the, it, it wraps. It wraps up a specific. It wraps up a specific uh, plot point. Okay. And so they're like, "Oh, so that's over now." But yeah, yeah, I could totally see where people were like, "No." Okay. And so they're like, "Uh, uh, here's more in that plot." Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so they're going to do DLC. Uh, thanks to the fans. Um, Although, goddammit, I want to figure. I want to finally play Reverse. It's been just sitting there staring at me. Reverse comes out in July, they said. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's going to be kind of neat. Uh, they did show a new Monster Hunter story too. I guess the Monster Hunter stories mm. is a spinoff, and they're more RPG based. So yeah, they're more. Um, they're 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 much easier to get into overall, which isn't you know, necessarily a bad thing. But it's yeah, they're, they're, it's almost like the Telltale uh, Borderlands games, where it's like. Yes, this is set in the same world. Yep. Uh, yeah, so that was basically Capcom. They t- <laughs> it's yep, it was. Not you so know. good. Um, yeah, and so we get to, I guess, the uh, according to CK, 
the best part of uh, E3 and the people who won uh, Nintendo. Um, they start by trolling the living shit out of everybody watching the Nintendo Dract because they start with Ganondorf getting dragged to a cliff and people oh, thought immediately, right. oh my god. And it Breath turns out instead... Yeah, that's what they thought it was going to be, but instead it's that they're uh, putting uh, Katsua Mishima from Tekken um, is joining yeah. Smash Brothers Ultimate. Um, then there's a funny trailer where he's basically throwing everybody off the cliff because, you know, <laughs> that's a big part of the Tekken series is him and his dad are always tossing people off the cliff. Um, it was cute. Uh, it was adorable. It really was. Um, then they showed uh, Life is Strange. They're getting... Uh, the whole series is coming to the Switch. Uh, they haven't oh, said yeah. when the remaster is coming, but True Colors will be September 10th. Okay. They're also getting Guardians of the Galaxy, and it looked actually legitimately good on the Switch. Uh, some people think it's running off the cloud because they started doing that with, like, um, uh, what was the game? Uh, the game by the Alan Wake people. Uh, Control. Control. Yeah. Cool. Uh, con- yeah, so... Really they- Which also, if I get this up in time, uh, it's still... Oh, no, wait, no. Even if I get this up in time, uh, it will no longer be available for free on the Epic Game Store. Oh, uh, people snooze, they lose. Um, they showed a new uh, Super Monkey Ball game, which made me excited because oh, I love the oh, Super Monkey I Ball know. games. I love that series. I was so excited about that. Yep. October 5th is the release date. Um, so and I'm going like Super- to throw this out there, guys. Okay. Release date on, on this. We get we're getting together a lot, you know, for a live like stream of, of this game. We're we're, we're gonna been, do it at somebody's house. Okay, so uh, we're okay. Gonna play some ball. I think me and Boston both have switches, so that is uh, doable. Okay. Um, yeah. Well, I know uh, I'm I'm holding out for this. As right right now, we just have the Switch Lite, so I'm holding out for the Switch Pro. Okay, I have the uh, Switch Pro or the I not the Switch Pro, but I have the. Uh, find those, can you? Are they like impossible to find? Yeah. The pros? Uh, uh, it hasn't been released yet. No, it hasn't. And I don't know oh, if it's going to get released oh. soon because they did not make any mention of it at E3 this year. So um, I, I'm thinking of the, the, of the, of the Switch that actually comes. Just the full the size. Place. Yeah, the yeah, full size. That's the one I have, so I can so bring what's mine. The, what's the with the Pro version, then? Uh, uh, go ahead. I think it's just going to be like a, a faster-running uh, graphics card. Is that right? Yeah, as I understand it, yeah, it's just going to be the... Uh, just an improved version of. But can you play it on your TV as well? Yeah. The- yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. The one that Boston has is the one they released that was basically just. Uh, the which is honestly the only way that I've. I've only put my Switch up to the TV twice, and that was on Zelda Breath of the Wild because there was these stupid dungeons where you had to turn the Switch. And it was kind of like one of those roller where you're trying to get the ball through the maze. And it was too frustrating to do it like just on the handheld mode um they're also bringing out a new mario party game because nintendo likes to destroy families um <laughs> uh which looked fun i mean it looks like any other mario party game uh yeah, then like the big one they apologize that metroid 4 is not still not ready to show but they did show metroid 5 the long-awaited metroid dread which is the first 2D Metroid game in 19 years. That's crazy. Oh, wow. Yeah, the last... 19 years. ...was Metroid Fusion. I think they did a remake of one for the 3DS a couple of years ago, but this is the first proper 2D Metroid game since Fusion that came out 19 years ago. 
it's nuts. Um, it looks good. It's got its version of Nemesis hunting you throughout the game. Um, <laughs> I think it yep. looks cool. Some of the graphics looked a little sparse to me, uh, sparse, but so hopefully, uh, but I think once you see it in motion and playing it, I think it's going to be phenomenal. Um, it's Metroidvania. The Metroidvanias are huge right now. So oh, yeah. it's good that we're well, getting like the origin of those. And it's, it's so one of the things I, uh, one of the things <laughs> I thought was kind of interesting when I looked at, I saw that trailer and they bro- did some of the breakdowns about it is yeah. that it is kind of cool to see that, um, you know, the, the, one of the originators of the Metroidvania is yeah. now taking some, is like it's learning from its pre- its uh not predecessors. What's the the successors it's, to it's, it? Yes, yeah, learning from its successors. Yep, and is adding some stuff that makes uh, newer Metroidvanias uh, great. Yep, and, so and I, I think and I like yeah. Yep, I think so, and I think this game right here. This is the reason Cody CK believes Nintendo One E Three, Metroid Dread. Uh, it's gonna be phenomenal. Oh, I agree. Yep. I still think Microsoft won, though. I do, too. Don't tell Cody that. Let him have this. <laughs> um, if you're listening, Cody, you If you're listening, Cody, I, right. I'm kidding. It's a, yeah. it's, a early, it's a really early April's Fool's joke for next year. Yep. Well, I, I, I'll, go, I'll go ahead and say it. That, yeah, uh, 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 I'll agree that, yeah, X, I think Microsoft won just yep. because they, had, they went into it with less... They went into it with less bombs, right? Yeah. Oh, like yeah. all all Nintendo had to do was say Breath of the Wild, Breath of the Wild Two, which I, they good. did at the, which spoilers. Yeah, They could have had a twenty minute vid- yep. thing of just that game alone, and that then Nintendo fans would have been set. Oh, uh, Sarah Dean, uh, I was texting with her during the Nintendo Direct, and she had promised that if they didn't show any Breath of the Wild 2, she was going to fly to Japan to give them a piece of her mind. Uh, <laughs> so that opening troll bit just really pissed her off. Oh. Uh, so I was super happy about that. Uh, they also showed they're doing a new WarioWare game, which is exciting. Yes. Uh, launching on September 10th. Uh, Multiplayer. Yeah, I'm kind of curious to see what the price of it will be because the wario games are super quick uh not a lot of link to the series uh i think i'm gonna get it of course but i'm hoping it's like a like a cheaper game then they showed uh shen megami tensei 5 and dang naropa decadence um which both basically are <laughs> high schoolers put in danger Yes. It looks like Japan, the Japanese well, love their high schoolers de- put in danger. Yeah. Danger Pineapple. Yeah. Is, yeah, definitely is about fucking with a bunch of teenagers and getting them, seeing how many they even kill. Um, the, the, Shimigami, the Shimigami Tensei series, it, it's a bit more cerebral. Okay. Uh, it's, well, actually, uh, Shimigami Tensei is actually the predecessor to the Persona series. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. Nice. Uh, okay. Which is why there's a lot of crossover in their lore and universes because it was the same developers and same writers. Okay. I know uh, Corey was beyond ecstatic when that was announced. Uh, Sarah at that point was uh, just basically uh, crestfallen because <laughs> she, yeah. Um, they also bring him back the Advance Wars, which is amazing because I don't, I think the last Advance War was probably about 15, 16 years ago. Unfortunately, 
it's just these are just remakes. Um, it kind of bums me out. I mean, yeah. they are, but it it is good. It is good that the it it show you know before you invest in a whole new and a whole new game. Let's just remake the original ones and see if people are still interested. Yeah, no, that's true because I think at one point. Uh, Nintendo was bringing out the Advance Wars, and what's the other series they do? Uh, the other uh, simulation game that they do that's set like in more medieval times. Uh, uh, Fire Emblem. Yep. Uh, where Nintendo definitely started backing Fire Emblem more, but hopefully this does kind of prove uh, that there's an audience there for Advance Wars. Hopefully people show up. Yeah, uh, Nintendo has been Nintendo has been finally leaning into. Um, now, now that the internet has taught people that uh, there were more, yeah, especially after Xeno, the Xenogears. Yeah. Um, I was about to say the Xenogear riots, but the Xenogears <laughs> discussions. Xenogear riots of the early 2000s. Yeah. Where it's yeah. like, nah, Americans, Americans won't get what we do. And then like thousands upon thousands of Americans were like, we get what you do. Give us <laughs> these games. This is what we want. Then they uh, ended it with some Zelda talk. Uh, first up was uh, Hyrule Royal Warriors getting DLC. I guess if you're a fan of that series, that's exciting. Nintendo is releasing a new Game & Watch system, which is going to have three Zelda games on it. <laughs> One, two, and the Game Boy version of Link's Awakening. So, fun, I guess. And then what everybody wanted to see... A new teaser trailer, Breath of the Wild. They still haven't revealed the title because they said the title is a bit of a spoiler. In the trailer, we do see that Link has a cyber hand now. A, a cyber si- arm. Oh. Yeah, he's basically a winter soldier now. Uh, yeah, I missed it too the first time, but people were I just caught it. the I just caught the uh, the sky the Skyland type stuff. Yeah, it looks gorgeous. Hopefully this one has more dungeons. The last one was kind of short on like classic zelda style dungeons it only had four hmm. i'm excited i wait it only had four it had four classic dungeons and then it had a lot of like little puzzle rooms like you were there were little temple uh, i don't know if they were called okay. temples or shrines mm-hmm. so, there was yeah. a ton of those like a hundred um but as like as far as like actual dungeons there were four really okay. yeah and they were pretty short too which was kind of surprising but yeah so that was nintendo I think Nintendo showed a lot of stuff, but honestly, except for Metroid, I don't know if there's anything here that I'm going to get this year for the Switch. Um, I don't know. I mean, maybe Advance 4, maybe WarioWare, if it, depending upon the price of it. Um, yeah. But. Overall, I guess we all three say uh, Microsoft won E3. I say they did. That's my vote. Yeah, because again, I, I feel like because again, I feel like Nintendo Nintendo is going to get a huge pop just by dropping that, being like, "Hey, here's a you know just just saying the words Breath yeah. of the Wild." <laughs> yeah, yeah, we've yeah. gotten them a huge yes. a huge pop. Yeah, so Xbox yeah. had to had to. Get all that hype with nothing. The, tr- the true winner was Sony. Okay. <laughs> At least you didn't say the fans were the true winners. <laughs> that's sure as fuck wasn't uh, the fans. Right, so right. What was your favorite game shown at E3? Oh, God. Uh, 
Somebody go first. I, I, I have a few. To, to be very honest, one of the one of my favorite ones, especially because uh, I think Bingy mentioned it. Uh, Bingy mentioned it, and then I went and looked at the trailer earlier today, and my it got my heart all on Twitter. Uh, the the pit DLC for Fallout seventy six mm. actually got me because uh, I don't know if you played uh, Fallout three and got to oh. the pit DLC there. Oh, I, I did not. It was I don't so. If I played that DLC or not. Uh, so it was. Uh, it was one of the first really dark DLCs because yeah. up until that point, you know, you're you're playing through Fallout, especially Fallout Three. The big thing was, you know, good and evil. Good and evil. Are you good or are you, you know, are you yeah. good or are you bad? And it was so cut and dry. And then you go into the pit, and it's like, oh, oh no. Like every every decision was gray as fuck. Oh wow, really? Like there okay. was no there yeah, there were no legitimately good decisions. And oh. uh it was so jarring for how uh you know how everything else had felt to that point that then you're like, What do I do? And then they uh uh slip you back in. Uh just uh yeah. Uh, slips back into uh, the rest of the, the rest of the game, and everyone's like, "Hey, it's the it's the paragon of the of the wastelands. How you doing?" And you're like, "I I want to go. I need to wash myself." <laughs> so this is uh, you, so this will have you re-download Fallout seventy six. You think? I think so. Because uh, so far, any some of the other stuff they've tried to bring out, like the steel, yeah, steel rain, steel dawn, and all that, has just been lackluster. Okay. I still have yet to uh, download and play that game. Uh, I, I guess I'll wait for that. Yeah, and uh, if they got if they got the crossplay working, we can just uh, we'll go say hi. <laughs> oh yeah, I'm, yeah, sure. uh, I'm excited that Psychonauts Two is actually coming out this year. Yes. Um, oh, yeah. I don't know why it wasn't on that Xbox list I was looking at earlier. Uh, it's August 29th. Uh, game Pass, of course, and mm-hmm. then it's also going to be on I think PlayStation and Switch. Uh, but the game that I thought was the coolest that was kind of like under the radar, maybe was a game called Kena bridge of spirits, which looks okay. like uh, they're it's being hyped as a God of war slash Pikmin mashup. Really? Um, it's got did this miss, cool Pixar now? look to it. Um, it's a Sony game. It's coming on PlayStation four, PlayStation five. So okay. I don't know who was showing it, but uh, they were a lot of talk about it during like at least the first day of E3. Um, okay. I think it's also going to be a PC, so it's not like a Sony uh, exclusive game. Uh, but I thought it looks kind of neat. Uh, it does look like a Pixar movie, um, but yeah, it's supposed to play like God of War with uh, Pikmin switched in. So that's right. the one I'm that in Psychonauts. So they're both in August, so that's exciting. Cool, perfect. And Scott, very nice, very nice. Uh, so I've got a few. So if I say the, if there was one that I saw that I I'm hoping is going to be to my expectations, the one I'm really looking forward to and hoping I'm not going to be disappointed. And that's going to be Starfield. Uh, If that game can hold up to what I think it could be, then, then yeah, that's what I'm most hyped about. But I'm also a little leery because you know, what's what we've had in the past. So I'm not entirely sold, (laughs) but Uh I'm hoping that is what I want it to be. Cause that is my type of game. We have been hurt before. I know, I know. But in the immediate future, I know it's super old, uh, but I am so stoked about the remake of Diablo 2. 
I cannot mm. wait for that. <laughs> yeah, and uh, you don't have that long of a wait because I think it's uh, it's very short. So yeah. Also, yeah. also, I'm um, I'm pretty hyped about Redfall. Uh, you know because a it has vampires, and I'm I if it, if there's vampires in it, I'm sold. Uh, yeah. Also, the company does really good stuff. Yeah. Uh, I I know we didn't get to really see gameplay footage of anything really, but I, I'm pretty hyped about that one too. Yeah, I think it's gonna. I think they're gonna be amazing. But which yeah. I'm hoping. I'm actually. I'm kind of hoping that Res has. It was something I was reading about with uh, Resident Evil Seven, Resident Evil Eight, and I'm kind of hoping does inspire more. Because I've been seeing it happen a lot more in uh, recent games, so kind of hoping it takes off. But yeah, like we are getting to a point to where you can, you know, the level of graphics that we did see in those trailers could have been done with the in-game engines right so that yeah, it's you know it's that fluid that fluid transition to cutscene to gameplay to cutscene to gameplay um making for that much much more immersive experience yeah no, so, no i agree with that no that's a that's a good point yeah um yeah it's one of the good things too with the fact that they can do now is like you'll get less bullshot uh style videos anymore because i remember like uh motorstorm people got so angry when that was it called motorstorm the playstation 3 exclusive that oh god yeah i know what you're talking about yeah. so long ago um yeah. people were so excited when they saw that trailer and then the the finished product still looked okay but nowhere I mean, near what they were showing honestly just thinking back to any any of the fable releases yeah, I'm hoping whatever am, the the one the Frolers the guys are making comes out good because I loved one and two of Fable. I know three sucked, but I would love to see that franchise get back up there. Me too. Yeah. I'm curious of that as well. I, I wish Age of Empires four was uh, on Xbox uh, Game Pass. It's a uh, it's Game Pass on PC. That that that's going to be great. I bet. Oh, that's good for Boston. which one. Uh, Age of Empires Four. It's uh, it's going to be another day one Game Pass game. Okay. Yep, and it comes out October twenty eighth. PC only though. And yep. I'm sorry, Ryan, I interrupt you. What were you going to say? I said it's coming. It's uh, October twenty eighth. No, I mean before that, you were you said something right before I was saying that. I, I, I'm not sure what it was. I think it actually because I'm I'm looking at the Xbox E3 page and it does say here is coming to Xbox on October twenty eighth for Age of Wait, Empires. Age of Empires. That's what it says here. This says a long-awaited sequel in the Age of Empire franchise is coming to Xbox on October 28th. What? So maybe it is. I thought it was just PC only. Or maybe the site is a liar. Maybe. Mm, that's possible. Let me see here. There are many liars out there these days. <laughs> I don't like that, Boston. I don't like that one bit. <laughs> well, you're looking at that, uh, Scott, because we have some uh, business to take care of before we wrap up this episode. Oh, sure. Uh, um, we... Uh, just so everybody knows to get a little bit of a peek behind the scenes. So we did the uh, Jay Kendrick episode before this one. <laughs> this one is yeah, going to air before the Jay Kendrick one. The Jay Kendrick one, we would typically have had one of our favorite segments, but that episode also ran very long. Very long, uh, yes. So I promised my brother we would do Pin Pals tonight. Oh, that's right. We, we, we lost Pin Pals last episode. That's true. Okay. I know. We, we, do, we, do do pen pal, we do Pin Pals uh, and then we'll wrap also, up. Yep. It, it, it has been, it has, it's confirmed that Age of Empires 4 will be available on Xbox Game Pass at launch and is an Xbox console exclusive. So I was wrong. 
You had huh? that. You had a roller coaster oh, of emotions there, Scott. I did. I had no clue. I didn't know I was going to be able to get to play this. You <laughs> are so though. I yeah. Am right. yeah. The end Heck of yeah. October. It's going to be exciting yes. for you. Yep. Um, okay. So this Let's is going to be exciting for Pen Pals because William has some questions here for you. Oh. And he's I'm also nervous. got his own answers. And by okay. the way, I was thinking something very interesting. Yeah. William will will wants to be your best friend, right? That's what this whole pen pal thing is about. Right. right. And I'm your sorry. best friend right now is Ryan Waller, right? Right. Both Ryan yep. and Will are both turning 40 this year. Oh. And also Ryan is also a game or a um Dark Tower fan. That's true. That's why I was hoping we could have had him on tonight, but oh. unfortunately he's dealing with a horrible flood. Oh, um, no. floods. So here's the first question. Well, Halo, has, Halo maybe, hasn't come out yet. Maybe. Uh, <laughs> I see what you did there. Good one. Uh, <laughs> maybe, uh, maybe I could I could be Will's best friend and we just won't tell Ryan. Oh, so you're going to cheat. You're a cheater. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't like that. Um, yeah, we, just won't, we won't tell anybody. <laughs> right. We'll keep it it our little secret on this podcast. Yeah. This person doesn't know, right? It's our broadcast. I'll keep you my dirty little secret. <laughs> I'll keep uh, you my dirty little secret. Dirty nice, little secret. Nice. No one has to know. Um, so the first question here. Don't tell uh, anyone or you'll... <laughs> <laughs> how, how many times have you read the Dark Tower books? Uh, let's see. Did I go through it twice? Uh, I've read through all the series once and did the whole podcast once. And I can't remember if I read the series twice or not. Okay, uh, so... Will and just so you know, Will is competitive. Will oh, yeah. you did a um, podcast? Yeah, you you done another podcast about the Dark Tower, Scott? Wait, what? I did sorry. I, I you did a you podcast said. about the Dark Tower? Oh no, that's no, what, no. That's what you said. What? No, I didn't. <laughs> we you said, both heard it. No, hold up. You said yeah, you said that you read it and then did a podcast. Oh my god, I didn't mean podcast. I meant I meant uh, I did it did on audio. I'm sorry, I don't know why I said okay. podcast. Oh, the audio. Okay, okay. Yeah. all right. Audio I was book. thinking, no, you're not you're not gaslighting us, Scott. Yeah, <laughs> I I didn't even. It was so bad, I didn't even know I even said it. <laughs> That's hysterical. Uh, Will reads them once a year. That's impressive. Yeah, I, I, it's kind of. <laughs> I I'm pretty. Sh- I can't remember for life me if I did if I did them twice or not. Speaking of which, it's time for my counting audio my, uh, annual reading through of Pendulette's God. No, <laughs> <laughs> that, that, uh, yeah, that, I don't know how you do that. Like, to Will right now, Will, I am humbly impressed by you, sir. Oh, okay, nice. All right. My, uh, if um, I was wearing a hat, and then normally I do, but I, if I was wearing a hat right now, it would, it would be off to you, sir. I nice. tip my hat to you. When you, go yes, to, when you do your uh, annual Dark Tower podcast, Scott, you'll have to give him a <laughs> shout out on that too. Um, yeah. yes. What is your favorite book in the series? Oh, God. Oh, man. That is such a hard question because I love every single one of those books. Um, uh, probably, which, one, probably, which one gets you every time you read it? Probably three because it hits you so hard. Uh, and that's if I've got my order right, that's when they go. Uh, they, they, they bring up the um, the stories of when they were they were kids and you find his first love and everything that happens in that t- entire series is just God. It's, it's What's so that good. What's that one called? Uh, hang on one second. I'll tell you. Um, but it's 
it's so hard for me to pick a favorite because that every single one of those books. So I, I'm one of the few people who in the Dark Tower fandom actually likes the book one. I uh, guess because okay. most people don't really like book ones. It was wrote in, in 1979, uh, like almost 20 years before he wrote the other one. So the writing style was a little different, uh, but I okay. still liked it myself. Um, not my yeah. favorite uh, at all, but let's see. I guess that would be kind of jarring as just a, and, and from just a practical standpoint of, you know, I, I finally wrote a sequel to this book that I wrote 20 years ago. I know, the writing has improved tremendously since then. So <laughs> <laughs> it just yes. makes that first one look like garbage now. Yeah. All right, Scott, what's the, you said the third oh, book, right? What, uh, let's see. It's either, I think it might be the second book. Hang on. Let me see. Hang on. This is a thrill. This is thrilling. Radio. Scott. <laughs> Thrilling radio. Well, see, well, go go to another question from me while I'm looking at. Well, up. his answer, his answer is Wizard and Glass. Wizard and Glass. So oddly enough, that that is the book I'm talking about. That is the third <laughs> book. Okay. Wizard and nice. Glass is is the is the book that that is my favorite. So good call, Will. Okay, good, good, good. Um, and then he wants to know: Have you read The Wind Through the Keyhole? Of course. Which is <laughs> a, okay. So I don't have to explain oh, it. Said, new- you said keyhole. Yeah, did yeah. you say what do you think I said? I heard pee hole. That would be amazing. Yeah, okay. Wizard, Wizard <laughs> the wind through three. the pee hole. Wizard of Glass the... book four. I was wrong, not three, but four. Okay. Ah. Um yeah. but yes. Is so, it though because uh, he says here uh it's a newer big book and fits in between Wizard and Glass and Wolves of the Ciala and Stephen King called well, I guess that would make sense. Yeah, Stephen King calls it book four point five. So, yeah, he wrote it after the entire series was done. Uh, and Scott, you're not sounding like much of a Dark Tower fan to me. <laughs> well, I'm sorry. I'm just, so what's I the name of your favorite book then? I can't, it's, it's The Wizard in the Glass. The fourth one, though, right? Yeah, the fourth one. Okay, all right. Yes. Okay. I'm so glad we're on the same page, too. Uh, I yeah. like this. I, I think so, too. And then the final thing here that he wants me to do is to tell you Two years ago at DragonCon, I had an yeah. artist named Jay Lee do a picture of Roland. Is that the name of the gunslinger? Roland. Yep, Roland the uh, same. For his, uh, for his Christmas gift. So he wanted me that's, to tell you that. So that's, that's exciting. Exciting. And I, I'm expecting to have that sent to me in the mail win. Uh, <laughs> and here is the final thing. He also has an <laughs> invitation. Christmas gift, not yours. You're invited yeah, right, right, to his, right. uh, his birthday party this year. Say, say it one more time. Uh-huh. You're invited to his to- birthday party. Nice. Perfect. I okay. I gladly accept. Okay. So heard that will. Uh Scott has accepted. I think he's gonna do a grillathon. I like it. Sadly, no invitation to Boston. Ooh. Uh, oh. Which is I think hurtful. Hey, can, can I can I send a request to Will uh right now? Go ahead. You talk to him. Okay. When we uh have this uh party, I, we need to have the Dark Tower playing in the background on audio. Okay, and, I thought your and, I thought your request was going to be that Boston come, but I yeah, no, no, I'm fine, I'm fine, don't, don't worry. I'm sorry, no, Boston can come. Boston's coming no, no, too. Yes, that's my second. I, I was like excited, going, it's going to hey, can I bring you Boston's by plus one? But it's still like, one, hey, yes. can we just have Dark Tower playing in the background? I'm sorry, I, I, we're talking about Dark hey, Tower. Stick to the stale brand. Stale brand, Scott. I guess. Do you have any questions for Will before we wrap up this segment of Pin Pals? Because the only thing that works is you have to have questions. Yes, 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 yes. Uh, so, well, first, my question—I I don't, don't know if I heard you say the day. When is this? When is this party? 
I don't know yet. I know his birthday is August 10th. It'll be okay. sometime well, around there. Question, that's a will is when is this epic? Uh, and I want it to be a dark tower theme party. Can we please have that? That's my question to you. Okay. All right. Maybe you should plan this. Per- I'll get you in touch with his wife, Tanya. Okay. Okay. I, I will gladly uh, coordinate with Tanya. And I, I'm not going to explain. B, uh, I want to bring Boston as my plus one. Oh, t- damn it. <laughs> I'm late on that now, Scott. Okay. I'm sorry. I'm trying to save face, man. I already made okay. plans for all of August just because I heard that. Uh, <laughs> all of August. And my third question is, is I can't remember. Do you guys remember if, have I asked him before uh, if he's ever uh, listened to these on audio before? That's cute that you think that we take notes of these segments. <laughs> Just well, ask him. We'll, we'll find out again. Him. I'm going to ask him, and I apologize if I've asked you before, but have you listened to the, them on audio? And if so, what did you think? Okay, that would be perfect. my three questions. All right, all right. And Will will answer us back the next thrilling time we meet. Yes, I love it. <laughs> I guess the answers, though, will be on the episode at the end of the month with uh emily rowan and uh we're letting her out of the k-pop corner for an episode liz (laughs) (laughs) nice yeah i like how our pdqs were supposed to be super short and they (laughs) oh i do have a recommendation by the way i know we're not doing recommendations uh this this episode but i'm i have to give you one. hey you know what it's your podcast too man break the rules all right well uh because i remember the name of her show earlier I'm going to recommend let's talk about something more interesting. And that's, that's Milana's web series that I couldn't remember the name of it earlier. <laughs> okay. All right. Gotcha. Did you find out what her actual name is? Oh, well, uh, I mean, it's Milana. I just can't pronounce her last name. It's, it starts okay. with a V. It's v- Vaintrub or something. V-A-Y. You're not going to win the heart of your crush. If you can't pronounce her name. I'm it. I'll tell you what, if, if we can get to the point where she listens to our podcast uh, and I'll, I'll be Maybe glad she does take that. <laughs> if she finally, if she's pays any attention to me, I'll learn how to sp- say her name. Exactly. Yeah, I'll that's, that bullet. <laughs> but but her, uh, her, her little web series is, is absolutely hilarious. She's even had Matt Damon on there before. Nice. Huh. Okay. Yeah. Get that a listen. Yeah. It's really fun. Funny. All right. And because Boston is going to try to get this episode turned around quickly, we should probably wrap up. <laughs> okay. Well, so uh, what was your, so uh, uh, I know we got, I know we got mine. Did we get y'all's favorite game for the free yeah. three? Yeah, yeah did. I did. We, we yeah. All of them. Okay. yeah. Well then also uh, definitely say, also want to remind people to look out for uh, hands down the best game that was revealed at a three. And that was a uh, metal metal slug tactics. Uh, we need that game to be. <laughs> oh, that game is going to be so fun. Have they announced systems? Uh, no, no, I didn't, I didn't see that. I just, I just, I just couldn't get off. couldn't get over the fact that it was like, Hey, here's all these new games. Look at this pixel art. And I'm like, Oh, <laughs> oh it does look so good. So good. Yeah. I all think right. Well, be awesome. that being said, uh, we thank you all so much for coming and joining us for this E3 episode of the PDQ and we will catch you all in the next one. Good night. And, uh, thank you for being beautiful. I like that. That was so. Well, I can see it. Yeah, yeah got. You know that's, what? You all are beautiful.
Beautiful people of the internet, welcome to the BRBAFK podcast at our E3 PDQ episode. Um, joining us here in the studio, as always, is our illustrious uh, host, Ryan Shipley. Oh, hey, what's up? I did it backwards, didn't I? Yeah, uh, and, that over. <laughs> and the time being, Scott. Let's start that over. Well, we start that over? Here. No, don't start that over. Okay. Let's start it over. Oh, all right, fine, fine, fine. Okay. <laughs> You know people. Said, okay, are we, we starting uh, over or not? Yeah, remember <laughs> how you said let's let's get this going before we lose our momentum. <laughs> okay. uh, God damn it! All right, uh, awesome. All right, uh, can we kind of hold up for just a second? I gotta go pee. Yeah, sure. Okay. Dun 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 da dun da dun da da da. This is the Ryan peeing song. Dun dun da 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 dun da da dun. Da, 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 da. Digging it. Digging it, man. <laughs>